Coming up, not one, not two, not three, but four different types of user-generated content you can easily use to improve your Facebook ad performance. You're listening to the Keep Optimizing Podcast to increase your traffic, improve your conversion rates, and grow your profits. Hello and welcome. I'm Chloe Thomas, the host of this Marketing Focus podcast. If you are not yet familiar with our format, that's totally cool. I'm going to tell you what it is right now. Each month, we focus on a different marketing method. This month, it's Facebook ads. And each week, I interview a different expert to explore the latest advice on making it work for you. As this episode is all about UGC, user-generated content, sometimes also known as reviews and testimonials, I thought I should start by sharing one of our recent reviews. So thank you to Old Man River for leaving this on Apple Podcasts for us. A detailed and thoughtful conversation, highly recommended, five stars, oh yes, five stars. I am a big fan of Chloe's style of conversation and extracting value and insights from the guests. Perfect. Says it, better than I ever do. So um, Old Man River, thank you very much for your review. If you, if any of you want to leave a review and get read out on the podcast, then just head to Apple Podcasts and follow the instructions. As I said, this month is all about Facebook ads and we are throughout the month exploring different ways in which you can make your Facebook ads work really, really well for you in this new world of Facebook ads we are now in. If you're still doing the same tactics as you were doing in early 2020 or before, you are missing out. Mainly across this month, we're focusing in on the creative side of Facebook because that's the bit which is going to make or break your campaigns now rather than your targeting. So um, in this episode, we are exploring another angle of the creative side of Facebook ads. We are talking UGC, user-generated content. And our guest is going to take us through four different types of UGC content that you can create. You can get your customers to create for you. You can get your influencers to create for you, where they fit in the sales funnel and loads of tips in and around it. We're going to meet him in a moment, but before we do, please do check out our sponsors. This podcast is brought to you by Klaviyo, the email and SMS platform built just for e-commerce brands. If you're marketing an e-commerce brand, you already know that data changes everything. More data means more power. And if your email or SMS tools can't handle all that data, they're probably holding you back. That's where Klaviyo comes in. Its top-notch personalization and segmentation help you send the right message at the right time, guided by unlimited real-time data from your online online store and tech stack. Request a demo at klaviyo.com forward slash masterplan. That's K-L-A-V-I-Y-O dot com slash masterplan. Today, I'm chatting with Facebook ads marketing expert Antoine Gagné. Antoine is the founder and CEO at J7 Media, a creative and data-driven Facebook ads agency managing over $30 million in yearly ad spend. J7 Media specialize in helping D2C brands grow their sales. And right now, a lot of that is based on user-generated content, aka UGC. Hello, Antoine. Chloe, always nice to be on your podcast. I'm super happy to be with you today. Well, you always bring the Facebook ads goods. So when you said you could cover UGC, I was like, yes, this is mm. perfect. Um, why are UGC ads so hot right now? If someone listening is going, oh, God, that just sounds like a lot of work, even though you don't have to create the content. I don't know why you think that, but some people do. 
What can you say to convince them this is something they really need to be doing this year? Yeah, you're right. Huge GC content right now is really, really hot, performing super well. I'm pretty sure that if you're an advertiser right now and you're listening to the, to the podcast, you're uh, using these kind of native content, UGC content in your advertising campaigns. And that being said, uh, Facebook did a huge survey in late, uh, in late December 2021. And I have great information for you today. Great stats. Do you want me to share it with your audience? Oh, yes. We love a bit of stats. Just to, <laughs> just to convince ourselves or to convince the boss in most cases. <laughs> stat works wonders. Yeah, I love it. So the survey that they did in December 2021 was named the power of user-generated content getting started with UGC. So uh, it was actually a, a – they gave us this information through a webinar and I have three – great stats that I would like to share with your audience today, maybe to convince them that UGC is the kind of content that you need to use right now, but also in the future. So in this survey, uh, Meta said that 79% of people that participated in the survey said that UGC content is going to influence them in their buying decision. 79% of them, it's a lot. After that, we can see that 83% of these people think that UGC content on a sales page, on a product page of an e-commerce brand is going to make the brand looks better. So that's extremely interesting because I always thought, Chloe, that on a sales page, on a product page, you need an amazing video, a great, we call it VSL, so video sales letter that is going to present the product, that is going to present the company. But... Meta, you know, they have information saying that, you know what, it can be a video uh, recorded with your cell phone. It doesn't need to be such a great video to put on your sales page. So I think this is super interesting. And the last information that I think can be valuable for your audience today, Chloe, uh, Meta said that in 2021, UGC content generated 6.9 times more engagement more engagement than a branded content. So these three information are important to know because I think that at the end of the day, sometimes people, we have a thinking that, you know what, maybe it will not be good for our brand. Launching content from an influencer that doesn't look really good, creating content with our cell phone, will it affect our brand? Will it affect our brand image? But you know what? It's what people want to see right now. People are tired to see great ads on their newsfeed. People are tired to only see ads in their Instagram stories. They want to see content from their friends and the content that looks a lot like uh, a content that you can see from a friend will be what we do call user-generated content or also what we can call native content. So I think for your audience today, these three stats are important to keep in mind if, again, they want to convince their boss or if they want to convince themselves that in 2022, you need this kind of content if you want to generate results with Facebook advertising. So shaky mobile phone footage is the way forward with bad lighting. So anyone who's stressing out about the quality of their videos, don't. The quality of the video is in the response it gets, not how perfect your lighting is. Um, now, um, Anton, before we get deep into how we use these in our marketing, one of the traps I often fall into is I see UGC ad and I think testimonial ad. 
you know, or, or testimonial piece reviews. But UGCs comes in more formats than just someone going, this product is awesome, use it, doesn't it? Oh, totally. Uh, testimonial content will be amazing when you want, you know, to run maybe remarketing campaigns. But um, UGC content is not about testimonial only. U- UGC content is about a content that is created by a user that can be, you know, a client of yours. It can also be someone that is going to shoot some content uh, for your company, just for for the for an, uh, I want to give you an example for you today, Chloe. Uh, we launched at J Seven Media our own studio, our video studio, in I think summer two thousand twenty one, and the first the first kind of material that we bought for this studio was an iPhone thirteen. It was an iPhone thirteen, not to text, not to call anyone, just to shoot some content. So when you want to create user generated content, you do not only need to get content from an influencer, you can do it yourself and it will work as long as you have people that are creative enough to generate at the end of the day, great ads. That being said, you said testimonial, this is a thing. This is obviously a content that your audience can use today, e-commerce brand can use, but there are also other kinds of contents. And let me just tell you a couple that we, that we are going to use in our agency unboxing content people that's what they want to see when you receive the product at your place people want to see this product out of the box they want to see how someone is going to use this product after so just doing a very simple unboxing content we look at our hands lately and most of the time when we're running uh top of the funnel campaign so basically campaigns that are targeting people who do not know your company Unboxing content is one of the content that we use the most because it makes the brand real. It makes the brand real because people can see the actual product. People can see someone using, unboxing the product. So this is something different than testimonial, but it works super well. Um, and it, it, just to put in there, but I, I, it totally makes sense. And I don't understand why historically more brands haven't used unboxing videos, even if they filmed them themselves in the warehouse, because the most nervous moment in the buyer journey is I've given you my money. What is actually ever going to arrive? And if you're showing me, here's the box, here's what it's going to look like. Here's how you can open it. Here's the packaging materials. Here's the product. It removes so much of that fear you know, it should be being used in a post-purchase email to go, this is what's going to happen when it arrives. But it should also be used to, you know, to make people go, yes, okay, their warehouse looks good. They've got real people unboxing it. It's just, I think it's one of those neglected content formats for our marketing. No, oh, totally. And Chloe, I have a question for you. So obviously, uh, user-generated content is something that it's a bit more visual. Do you think, because I have a, a PDF guide right now explaining these different kind of UGC content, do you think it can be valuable for your audience today to get this guide uh, so they can use these kind of um, user-generated content after for their company? Um, a whole PDF all about UGC. Uh, yes, yes, please. Uh, where can we <laughs> grab that, please, Antoine? Yeah, so if, if, if uh, the audience today wants to, to get this guide, so j7media.com slash keep, K-E-E-P, so j7media.com slash keep. And I will try to explain you a bit today this kind of content. So obviously, testimonial content, amazing piece of work. Uh, unboxing is extremely powerful as well. Another one that we do use and we do see is something that not a lot of people tried in the past but it actually works is what we do call 
checkout video. So as simple as recording your screen when you're doing the checkout on a, on a uh, e-com website. People, really? Yeah. People want to see, people want to see how the purchase is going to happen, how the purchase is going to happen. And recording that, we saw that at one day in in a ad that we that you know that we saw on Facebook and Instagram, and we tried it for ourselves after, and it actually works. It actually works because again, people want to see if the brand is real, if the brand can be trusted, if if it's not a scam when you're going to buy the product. Okay, so it's a pretty foolproof way of knowing what the delivery options are going to be and how much information you have to get is rather than go through the pain yourself and then discover there's a 10-day delivery lead time, I'll watch someone else do it. (laughs) Exactly. And you can do both. You can do basically a checkout video plus an unboxing video into the same kind of content. And then this can be your ad because it shows the customer the journey from A to Z. How I shop, how I receive the product, how I have the product in my place now. So for, for your audience today, this can be something to, to think about because it's so easy because it's so easy. You only need to record your screen and then obviously doing an unboxing video when you have the product. And I suppose the cool thing about this is you can, you can just do this yourself as a brand new startup with no customers. You can record most of these formats yourself without it being um, of dubious honesty, <laughs> let's put it that way. But then also if you've got passionate customers you could, you know, a good VIP group, you could ask some of them if they fancy recording it, which would up the quality, you know, the, sorry, the impact of that video a bit more. And if you've got an influencer team, you could also ask them to do it. So if you, if you're scratching your head, wondering how to engage with your community or how to engage with influencers, these are all great content ideas for that as well. And then you could have a couple of different options, test those and see whose video works the best. Oh, totally. And one thing to add to that, it's so true. Like your audience can create this kind of content for you and you can also create a contest around it. Uh, to get some content, creating contest around user-generated content can be an amazing way to acquire these kind of properties. So basically you're saying, hey, we're going to give away XYZ gift card to participate in this contest. You need to create this video and the best UGC wins. And by doing that, if again, you have a great community and your contest is well built, uh, you can acquire a lot of different content around this, this tactic. So obviously, uh, you can do it yourself, but you can also get these content from, from your clients, from your community. When, and also, I think a, a lot of brands go, right, UGC, God, I'm never going to persuade my customers to do a video review of the product. But actually, or, you know, or my product just isn't interesting enough to deserve a video review. But Every product, whether it's a mountain bike or it's a cuddly toy, you can do a how to check out video. You can do an unboxing video. It's it's completely universal. And it's complete, completely universal. And we're talking to e-commerce owners today, but you can also do that for other line of business. For instance, um, we are an agency. We run ads for our company to bring people to webinar or to subscribe to our newsletter. And lately, we ex- exactly did this kind of checkout video where we recorded our uh, computer and we recorded the ads manager explaining a little bit what's going on in the ads manager. And we launched this this ad and it outperformed all the other ads that look way better. So <laughs> it's, it, it's important to understand that you in 2022, like you do not decide 
which content works best. Your clients decide and your clients is going to give you the answer. And I know it's cliche. A lot of people are saying that, but it's true. So don't overthink your content. Launch it fast and then iterate after. This is way more powerful than, you know, spending two or three weeks thinking about a new concept, a new idea. No, launch the content and then iterate from the answers that you get uh, after you launch the ad. Yeah, it's so important at the moment. Our, we were talking about this on another one of the episodes this month, and it's it's important that we bring our creativity and our knowledge and our experience into iterating new ideas, but our ego is not going to dictate the winner. The winner is going to be dictated by the users and the platforms. But we, so we need to not worry about picking winners. We need to worry about thinking of things to test. Absolutely. So Antoine, we've talked about unboxing, testimonials, and that checkout video. Um, that's some pretty awesome advice so far. Any other types of UGC we should be giving a go to? Product demonstration. Product demonstration. This is one of the most powerful uh, kind of content that we do have in this guide that I just mentioned earlier. So product demonstration inside your own, let's say you have a product for your own that you're buying in different situations. So for instance, we have a client that is selling lamps uh, and this lamp can be used in the kitchen, can be used in the bedroom, can be used in the bathroom. So what we did, we created a content around the product in different places inside a house. And so people could see how they could use this product in different situations. So product demonstration is also an extremely powerful kind of content that you can use on top of unboxing uh, on cold audiences, okay? On cold audiences, uh, because again, it shows the kind of product that you're going to bring to the market. And when people are not sure at the end of the day, if they should buy your product, obviously you can retarget these people at the end with, uh, product testimonial. But I'd say uh, product demonstration, uh, unboxing, checkout video, uh, or the kind of you know content, UGC content that we try to create for our clients. And we ask also influencers to send us these kind of content as well. And you will also be able to see in the guide that I just mentioned earlier, different plans that you should uh, think when you're when you're going to shoot your your content. Uh, that can be useful for, for your company. And so we use the majority of this in the big, kind of the top of the funnel to draw attention, to quickly build trust. And then the remarketing is where we put in the solid testimonial star ratings and that kind of thing. Exactly, exactly. So you're trying to bring attention because one of the things that is extremely hard right now in Facebook ads, if we think about the platform itself, is to obviously generate the same kind of conversions that you were able to generate before. Uh, because you know, a lot of things change. We we talk about we talk this this topic on your on your podcast, I think, several times, uh, iOS 14 and all these things. So we're not going back to to this kind of challenges, these kind of challenges that happened in the past year. That being said, it's harder than before to generate conversion. So you as a marketer, one of the only thing that you really control now is how you can get the click, how you can get the click on the platform. So the most important metric when you're looking at the quality of your ads most of the time is what we do call the CTR. So the click through rate. And if you do some easy uh, comparisons, you'll be able to see that most of the time UGC content in terms of CTR will 
op- overperform uh, compared to you know a brand and content just because it doesn't look like an ad. So you do these kind of unboxing, check out videos, product demonstration on cold audience. You look at your CTR, and if the CTR is strong enough, and try to always aim for at least one percent. When you have a CTR of at least one percent, Chloe, uh, with your UGC content or other ads. Most of the time, it means that your ad is quite solid. Your ad is quite solid. You're, you're getting the attention of your, of your customer. You're getting the click. Job is done. Okay. So if you're able to aim for this 1% with these different ads, most of the time, you'll be in good shape. Nice. I like that. A stat to aim for. Always nice to have a stat to aim for. So, um, Anton, we're getting all this video content. We're maybe creating it ourselves. We're maybe getting our influencers or our customers to create it for us. Do we need to, you know, kind of put some branding at the beginning and the end of the video? What do we do with the text on the ad itself? Are we chucking in an offer as well? Are we just doing compelling sales copy? What how do we wrap up this piece of raw UGC content? And that's where it becomes extremely interesting because I know your podcast is called Keep Optimizing. So mm-hmm. obviously we want to optimize these videos while we, we launch them, right? So we launch the videos we, we or we launch the content, we get some information on what's working and what's what, and, and then we optimize. So to go back to your question, how can we add some brand that are out some some brand or how can we add different things to the kind of content that we're going to create obviously there's one thing that facebook said and uh, when you're doing your meta blueprint exam so all our team at j7 media that are uh, doing some creatives they need to pass this meta blueprint exam uh, which is related to creative and in this exam they actually say the logo needs to be first the logo needs to be first in your in your video so people right away can see the brand that you are. That being said, if you do that and then you don't necessarily get the results that you would like, obviously after that you can change. One of the things that you can do is in your thumbnail. Your thumbnail needs to be extremely, extremely attractive because it doesn't, it's not everyone that automatically they get their video uh, that is going to that is going to play. Sometimes you need to click on the video and then the video starts. So you need an uh, uh, an attractive thumbnail. Most of the time we start with the logo. If it doesn't work, we try sometimes to be a bit shocking to bring uh, to to get a thumbnail that that is not necessarily something that people will think of. And then obviously after that, the content will start about the different formats that I said earlier. It's also important to always think, and I know you did different podcasts around that, but I think it's important to just to go back to it, the kind of ratios and formats. Make sure that if you're able to do a 15-second video, 15-second content, it's great because that's the kind of length that Facebook is asking you to do when you're running these kind of uh, videos. Make sure that you think about your video with the sound off because we know that 85% of people that are watching and looking at these video ads are not going to use the sound. Um, And yeah, if you're able to bring that to your content, I'd say that you should be in good shape. Yeah, it's so so important to think about those things. And I guess I'm going to add another one in there, which is if you're doing that checkout video, bear in mind, if all your customers are checking out on mobile don't record it on your desktop. Because I know as e-commerce people, we are awful at only ever looking at our website 
on the thing we're using the entire time. So make sure you're doing the video on the system that people are actually going to be using when they're checking out. Sounds obvious, but it's a trap I fall into all the time. Yeah. So, you know, we'll just we'll just add that one in there. Um, okay, Anton, before we wrap up on UGC, anything else we haven't mentioned that we should mention that people need to know when they go about creating these ads? What they should think of is, first of all, don't overthink it. Uh, don't overthink it. I do think that, like we mentioned earlier, uh, it's extremely important to, to start with a thesis. So the thesis could be the kind of content that you're going to create related to what we discussed earlier. So unboxing, checkout video, product demonstration, testimonial. So you start with these four ideas in mind. You do the, the content. You stay calm if it's not great when you look at it, but let your customer decide. Let your customer decide if it's great or not. And then from this information, after that, you optimize. But the most important thing is to launch these ads because I'm telling Chloe, we, we work with a lot of clients and sometimes it's extremely hard. It's extremely hard to convince them to launch these ads because they think that their brand will be destroyed. And, and you know, it, it cannot be related to my company, but it should. We're in 2022 now. Uh, ads are not the same as they were before. People do not want to see the same thing. So just try to put your ego aside and see if that's what your customer wants to see. Excellent. Thank you, Anton. And anyone who wants to get that PDF, uh, the, the guide we mentioned to UGC, you will find that at j7media.com forward slash keep. So K-E-E-P. We are now going to pause for a reminder of our sponsors, and then we're going to talk about the even wider world of Facebook ads. This podcast is brought to you by Klaviyo, the email and SMS platform built just for e-commerce brands. If you're marketing an e-commerce brand, you already know that data changes everything. More data means more power. And if your email or SMS tools can't handle all that data, they're probably holding you back. That's where Klaviyo comes in. Its top-notch personalization and segmentation help you send the right message at the right time, guided by unlimited real-time data from your online online store and tech stack. Request a demo at klaviyo.com forward slash masterplan. That's K-L-A-V-I-Y-O dot com slash masterplan. Okay, Antoine, so far we've gone deep into UGC ads. Now, though, you get to wow us with your insider knowledge about the whole world of Facebook ads. So for the following questions, your answer can be anything to do with Facebook ads, which unsurprisingly, includes UGC ads. Antoine, are you ready for these? I think I am. I'll do my best. I, I would hope you are. Okay. Um, let's start with newbie advice. If we've inspired someone to take their first step, what do they need to know to give themselves the best chance of success? So two things. If it's uh, UGC, like I said, do not overthink your content. And Understand that since you start in this kind of journey, it's actually an advantage because other people in the past who run ads for several years, they were thought that they needed a specific content to generate results. Now, since you're only starting, you don't have this belief. You, you know that you, know, you can test different things and you don't have necessarily an experience around that. So I do think it's a, a fair advantage here. Just use your cell phone, do not overthinking and launch uh, these kind of ads. That being said, if, if it's related to Facebook, if you're a newbie, make sure that you're willing to lose a lot of money, not, not a lot of, but <laughs> make sure you're, 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 
you can accept to lose some money to start. Facebook is a platform that you need to, to pay to play. So if you're not willing to lose some money at the beginning uh, with Facebook ads, I do not think you'll be able to generate results at some point because you need a lot of tests before finding a good, a good angle for your company. Yeah, you need a testing budget, everybody. That's what we're saying. Money you are prepared to lose in the course of learning. Um, now, once you've started, of course, you've got to keep optimizing. So what's your favorite way to improve performance? Yeah, so the favorite way, uh, we use a framework at J7 Media to optimize campaigns. We call it the PAXO. So it's five it's five pillars that we use in our up in our optimization that we're running for, that we're doing, sorry, for our campaigns. So it's called at the top, the first thing that we look at, it's the parameters of the campaigns, how the campaign is set up. The second thing will be the audiences. The third thing will be the creatives. The fourth thing will be the sales funnel. And the last thing will be the offer. So we always use this framework when we look at something that we need to optimize. Where are we in this journey? Are we at the time that we need to optimize the parameters or we totally need to change the offer? So for your audience today, most of the time when we need to change the offer, it means that we tried everything and it didn't work. So it means that you know we need to go back and see if a better offer could do the job. But sometimes a campaign, you only need to change the parameter, the settings of this campaign, and then automatically things to take off and you're able to generate results. So think, think about that, parameters, audiences, creative, sales funnel, and offer. Just so people can understand what you mean by the parameters, uh, could you give us an example of something that might be a parameter in this instance? Absolutely. So let's say, to make it simple uh, for your audience today, uh, on Facebook, there's something called ABO audience budget optimization. So basically you integrate your budget at the audience level. And there's another thing that it's called CBO, campaign budget optimization. So instead of putting your budget at the audience level, you give Facebook a bigger budget and you tell Facebook, you know what, spend the money on different audiences. I don't mind. I give you the freedom to spend the money on whatever audience you think is better. Just changing that, it's one button can totally change your campaign because sometimes Facebook with more flexibility, they are able to generate way better results. And then we know we can agree that changing that, it's way faster than changing the offer. But sometimes oh, yeah. just, just <laughs> that can be the difference between a campaign that it's performing and a campaign that it's not. Excellent explanation. Thank you very much. Okay, the third of these questions then. If someone listening wants to learn more about Facebook ads, is there one cheap or free resource you would recommend? Yeah, so I'd say that um, we have a super great newsletter, actually, that uh, goes out every Monday that it's called the Facebook Ads Squad. So every Monday, we released a test that we did with our Facebook Ads campaign. And it's totally free, by the way. So people get this test and then they can implement this test with their company. So I'd say this could be a good way to just learn and get a bit more information through Facebook. I can give you a link that you can put in your notes after if people want, want to know a bit more. Excellent. And I guess the other free resource we would say here is that PDF that we've mentioned a lot now, but I'm going to do it again, which is at j7media.com forward slash keep. And I guess if someone goes there, they'll be able to find out how to sign up to the squad newsletter as well. Won't totally, they? totally. Yeah. Excellent. Okay. Finally, uh, it is crystal ball time. What's coming up in the next six to 12 months that we should be getting ready for? For Facebook ads? 
Oh yeah. Well, you can yeah. go wider if you like, but you know. I'd say we're in a a tough period right now, and we're going to stay in this kind of harder period for another six to twelve months. And what I do mean by that is, like, we can see that everywhere in the world. It's a bit harder with inflation. It looks like the uh, people are not going to buy the same things that they were before. And we can see it right now on Facebook. Like the purchase intent is not necessarily the same as before. So maybe it will be for three months, for six months, for 12 months. But this is for all the platforms. So Facebook, with everything that happened with iOS, is still right now in this transition period. But it's getting better. It's getting better. And I have one number to give to your audience today that can maybe convince them that even if you're hearing some bad stuff about the platform, which I guess you did, uh, you can still generate great results on the platform because when iOS 14 has been released, uh, a couple of months later, publicly, Facebook said that, you know what, we're losing at least 15% of the conversions that you were getting before with your campaigns. This was in, in September, 2021. In January, 2022, Facebook said, you know what? We brought this 15% to 8%, to 8%. So we've been able to decrease the conversion that you're losing by 50%, which is really big and it's getting better and better and better. So my point here is people, at Meta, they are working super hard to make the platform better and they continue to do so. And I think that even if we're not necessarily in the best place right now for Facebook ads compared to 2019, 2020, slowly but surely the people in this company are working super hard to make it better. And I'm very, very optimistic that maybe in the next few years, things will go back to normal and we'll be able to, to, to generate even better results on the platform. Yeah, it is. It's always worth repeating. I think that um, Facebook Meta—they're they're highly financially incentivized to make the ad platform work for us. You know, there's there's an awful lot of money they they've lost because of these changes, and they really want us all back. So exactly. yeah, it's, it's only going to get better and better. Um, Anton, that's been. A brilliant load of tips. Thank you very, very much. We are very nearly at the end of the show. So could you please let the listeners know where they can find you and your business? Yeah, again, so I think uh, I, we love to provide free content. So we talk about UGC today. So j7media.com slash keep to get this PDF guide. PDF guide that will help you to create your first content for uh, your Facebook ads campaign related to user-generated content, I think can be extremely valuable for you. Uh, obviously, you can go on our website, j7media.com, if you want to learn more about our services. Uh, we help, like you mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, D2C brand going from growth to hyper-growth. We manage in 2021 $30 million in ad spend. So we know quite a lot about Facebook ads, and we still love uh, this platform um, we, we, we love this platform. We understand that this platform is extremely powerful. So yeah, go take a look on our website, download the guide, and hopefully it will help you with your Facebook ads campaigns. Excellent. Thank you, Antoine. It's great to be chatting with you again. And as always, thank you for sharing so much great insight on this podcast. My pleasure, Chloe. Awesome breakdown of UGC there from Antoine. I mean, all those different, those kind of four different formats of UGC we talked about. The testimonial vid, I think we all know. Uh, then we've got the unboxing, the checkout video. How easy is it to create one of those? 
Um, and the product demo, probably the most difficult one to do. So four brilliant formats. The majority of that works at the top end of the funnel, but the testimonials he's recommending we do in the remarketing, the retargeting activity towards the towards the financial end of the funnel, I suppose. Uh, plus loads of other bits and bobs in there from Antoine. Uh, you can get the links to everything we discussed, the full transcript of the episode, links to those things he has available for you for free, and much more at keepoptimizing.com. You can also nowadays use our new special direct to episode links. I'm very proud of these. Um, if you put keepopt.com forward slash episode number into the URL bar, you will be redirected straight to the correct episode page. And yes, we set this up for every single one of our episodes. And once you get to the website, you can add yourself to our email list so you don't miss out on any of the other things I share to help you improve your business. There you can also sign up on the webinar page to our monthly Q&A webinar because as part of my mission to help you improve your Facebook ads, I've invited all our specialists from this month to join us for a live Q&A session, which is going to be your chance to get your questions answered. To be part of that, just go to keepoptimizing.com, uh, click on the webinar tab and get yourself signed up. Thank you for tuning into this episode of the Keep Optimizing podcast. If you've enjoyed it, then check out episode 82 from earlier this year when Antoine took us through all the targeting strategies you, you should be using due to all those changes that have happened to Facebook over the last kind of 12, 18 months. It was a brilliant episode, equally as clear on detail as this one. Um, so definitely go and have a look at that one if you're not quite sure what to be doing with your audiences. And please do tell your fellow marketers about the show because I want to help as many marketers as possible to improve the performance of their e-commerce marketing. Have a brilliant week and make sure you listen to the next episode so I can help you to keep optimizing your marketing. Access everything Keep Optimizing at keepoptimizing.com. That's with an S, not a Z.